Hi, I am Sarah Noble, your host for the Modern Day Intuitive Podcast. For over 25 years, I've been on a spiritual journey, searching, learning, expanding, and growing. I've traveled the world, led by my heart, on a quest to know myself so that I can support others. This podcast was created from my deep desire to help you connect with your intuition and to inspire you to create a life where the impossible becomes possible and you live into your sacred dreams and desires. Thanks for being here and enjoy the show. Hello, my loves. Thanks for being here today. I just so appreciate you and your dedication to your intuitive journey. I'm excited to share upcoming opportunities for us to be together. I will be hosting free discussion calls where you can bring your questions related to intuition and your spiritual journey, and we can join in community together and answer those questions and dive deep into everything intuitive. I also will be starting a free oracle call where I channel information somewhat like the podcast, but we'll be more in a group together, creating community and sharing wisdom. Also in August, the podcast will be adding video. So you'll be able to see that on YouTube and many of the different platforms, as well as having the original form here and on your favorite podcast app. Also this summer, I'm launching a new program called Untamed Intuition. And it's really designed to have you go deep with your intuitive journey, to answer your spiritual questions, to give you ceremony, rituals, spells, all amazing goodness that will deepen your relationship with yourself and your intuition. So I'm very excited about all the fun stuff we have coming up. And for our call today, Jacqueline Perez, who goes by Jack is here with us looking for guidance on how she can run her business while still following her heart and passion for travel. This question takes us on a beautiful journey where we talk about compartmentalizing yourself as protection. Having too many rules keeps miracles from being able to happen. We look at rather than fearing the unknown, how can you create with the unknown? We look at how your job is to know why you want something and it's spirit's job to decide how it's going to happen. Helping your inner child recognize that she is capable of handling hard situations and the power of being comfortable with being uncomfortable. (laughs) So lots of great topics today that we dive into. And before we dive into the call, I'd love to share a little about the work Jack is doing in the world. She is a pro-aging champion. She promotes normalizing aging for women through curated content and women-driven brands. With over 55 cool category thought leaders and 40 women-driven brands, Cruel Life, her business, offers women an opportunity to share, learn, shop, and play with their second act sisters. Having earned an MBA from the University of Chicago, Perez carries a hard-nosed business understanding to the entrepreneur world. Jack's passions include spending time with her son, traveling to exotic, off-the-beaten-path places such as Cuba, Jordan, Zambia, Bolivia, and Zanzibar. An endorphin junkie, Jack is an avid jump roper, Peloton fanatic, and a third-degree black belt in Taekwondo. 
There are links in the show notes to find out more about Jack, and she is offering a freebie to listeners, eight ways to make the most of middle life. So check her out. And what was really cool, Jack and I stayed on the call after the reading, and we realized that we went to the same high school together. We now live in totally different parts of the world, but uh, we attended the same high school, not in the same years, but pretty close. So I hope you enjoy my conversation with Jack as much as I did. Namaste. Hi, Jack. Welcome to the podcast. How can I help you today? Sarah, thank you so much for inviting me. It's wonderful to be here. Yes, I am definitely in a quandary of sorts and would love to get your read on my situation. One is I'm an entrepreneur. I started a business a few years back with the intention and the goal to be part of the sea change to normalize aging for women. And so I've been working on that and how I've been doing it is I I built a repository where I have brought women from around the world, actually have over 60 women now from around the world who come and share their expertise and their wisdom in all of the opportunities and challenges that present themselves to us in this midlife and beyond space, which are varied and sundry. And then on top of that, very recently, I have been released from what I call motherhood prison. My son is now on his own. And I've been able to reignite this passion for travel. Most recently, I just got back from being out of the country for about five weeks. I was in Vietnam for a month, and then I spent a little bit of time in Doha, Qatar, and also St. Lucia. Where I'm struggling is how do I serve both masters? How do I serve my wants and desires for travel and adventure and to see as much of the world as I possibly can with the needs and the wants of the business of wanting to be part of this sea change, like I said, to normalize aging, to be part of the conversation, to lead lead the charge or be one of the ones that lead the charge. But, you know, can I have both and are they mutually exclusive? Are they not mutually exclusive? I'm in a quandary and I just don't know quite how to put them in the same network, if that makes any sense. Yeah, I understand what you're saying for sure. The image that you're showing me is of your heart and how you essentially boarded it up when you went into motherhood, not not in a way of like keeping love from your son or your family, but in a way of keeping it from you, really falling into this dynamic or this belief that it you had to have either or, that it couldn't be both and. And so you packed up that beautiful adventure exploration part of you and like the image shows, it's you kind of boarding it up and you've got a hammer and nails and a screwdriver and you're going ahead and bang, banging up and putting the heart away. I am particularly good at compartmentalization. So that doesn't, that rings kind of true to me in a way, because I, I waited a long time to have a baby. I didn't have a baby um, as a young person. And so I think in my mind's eye, when I did turn on that spigot of motherhood, it became like the only spigot, if that makes any sense. Like I needed to focus on that and do that really, really well. Yeah. I, I had my kids when I was older as well and had a similar 
experience where we just kind of go all in and we give everything to our kids. And what you're showing me is also like your wings that got folded up and put down and everything sort of had to fit inside of a story that you crafted around what it meant to be a good mother. Yes. I mean, I totally see that as being the case. And it's kind of fun now that that particular role has changed. It's not like I'm not still his mother, but the requirements are very different. The requirements of my time are are just, they're just not there anymore. So I have a lot more available to me now than I had before, which I'm assuming happens to a lot of women as their children move on out of the nest. Yeah, what you're showing me is this sort of tendency to move the foundation of the story, right? Whatever story you have crafted that sort of needed you to be imprisoned, right? In motherhood right now is in the process of moving over to your business. So same story, just a different target, a different thread. And what's happening is your heart is like banging on the inside of that wood saying, oh no, 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 please let's not do that. It's really asking you to let it back out and not recreate the same prison inside of your business. Ouch. Okay. Yeah. That smarts a little. <laughs> what, what is that? What did they say? Like when things ring true, you're like, ouch, that, that, that stings. Um, yeah, that is interesting. And the question is, why do I feel the need to set up those parameters to begin with? Why am I not comfortable with it being more freeform, I guess, or with less boundaries or rules. Did you grow up with a lot of boundaries and rules or ways of things being? Yes, I did. I grew up with a lot of those. I um, I grew up as a first-generation American. My parents were refugees from Cuba in 1962. And so there was a lot of uncertainty, a lot of uncertainty. And so I think I grew up where I created certainty out of chaos. You know, even if there was chaos, there was always, I, I always say to people, I make decisions. I'm a decision maker and I make decisions all the time. Now, do I redecide? Yes, I redecide because when you make decisions as fast as I make them, sometimes I make the wrong decision. I'm a person who, jumps to a decision and jumps to a definition of things. And I'm wondering if that, you know, is related to the way that I brought the, the way that I was growing up and that there was a lot of chaos and uncertainty. And for me to feel safe, I had to put parameters around that, even, even if they changed daily. Right. I don't know if that makes any sense. Yeah. Well, it's a way for you to exercise control over the surroundings, right? You are putting yourself in the power of deciding, which is beautiful. Like that is a superpower. Deciding is why you're where you're at in your life today along this journey because of that quality and that ability in you to decide. And with everything, right, there's a shadow and a light side. And what you're showing me is that you've allowed this really firm, quick decision-making to box yourself in. 
because it doesn't allow for spirit to come in. It doesn't allow for magic to happen. It doesn't allow for any miracles to occur because everything is really tightly kept together. And even if you are deciding and then you're changing, it's always you creating the structure and there's isn't a space in there for any fluidness, any surprise to happen. Well, because that sounds scary. (laughs) Yeah. And when we grow up with a childhood that is not safe and where there is that level of angst that you experienced, that's common, right? That's, That's your psyche protecting you. That makes sense. I mean, just even if it's a false sense of control, the placebos work for a reason, right? I mean, yeah. So what do you see? Do you see anything in particular about these two ideas that I have in my head right now? The the more extensive traveling and then the also the pursuing of, of this business. I mean, are can they coexist, I guess? Yes, definitely. Like I, I feel that in my whole body, like exciting. Like I kind of am shivering. The one thing I do want to add into there is when we were talking right before we came on and you mentioned that you came back from travel and it felt like reality was right in your face, right? When you were traveling, your heart was allowed out of the box. There was the part of you that wasn't so afraid of surprises. And I know for myself with traveling, there is a level of surrender, right? That we have to be in because things don't go the way that we planned them. And that's part of the adventure. That's part of the allure. So that part of you, right, became alive. It was allowed to have space in your life. And that's why it feels so good to you to do that. And then you come home and you are back in your box and you're not fitting in that box anymore. I'm not. And you're right. Every day when you travel, especially when you travel to places that are not comfortable, Mm -hmm. like South Asia, you know, not, not, not places. I, I always make fun of Europe in that I always say Europe is the U.S. with an accent. I mean, like that doesn't even count. But when you go to places that are just completely out of the realm of your day to day, I mean, the 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 language, the noise, the it's just it's the cacophony of of life. It's so different. And so everything is a surprise all day long making a cup of coffee and getting it right in the morning, I would, I was surprised if that happened (laughs) because (laughs) more often than not, something went wrong, you know, and it went wrong. I mean, like it didn't go according to plan. Right. Uh, And so I, I lived in a realm of not according to plan most of the time. And now I'm in a realm of everything's according to plan. And if that makes any sense. Yeah, it's two identities, right? The the you that lives inside the surrender and the surprise of travel. And I get it. One of my favorite things was trying to figure out how to do laundry when I would travel, right? <laughs> Good luck with that. Yeah, maybe the sink. Okay, 
I did, I did finally figure out my washer dryer combination in Vietnam, but it took me a couple of weeks to figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And there's so much aliveness in that. And then there's the identity of you that has been raising a family, growing a business, doing the things that you have also wanted to do. And I would even offer with as much passion and love, if not more, the thing that is different is one you let out of the box and one you don't. Wow. Yeah. So if I'm hearing you correctly, what I'm hearing is that like at home, I'm very controlled and in the box, but when I'm out there, that's where I let the magic happen. And I don't need to control as much because I know I can't, I mean, I just can't trying to control, <laughs> trying to control my life when I'm traveling like that is just, it's, it's a ridiculous, I would never even attempt it because I know it's not possible. Yeah. So you have the template inside you. You already know how to live in a life full of surprise and magic. It's just reminding this more structured part of you, like pulling her across the threshold be like, Hey, sweetheart, look over here. It's actually really fun, you know, and integrating her into the truth of you. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense. And how do I, how do I marry those two personas into one because I really feel like they're very distinct and separate right now. And it also could be that I just got back and that re-entry is bumpy. It's, it's bumpy, at least for me. Well, and it's bumpy for a reason because it wants you to wake up and, and do something. Like this moment is the exact correct moment for you because it is so up for you. You haven't had time to get comfortable again and slip into the patterns and become nonchalant about it. It's in your face, which means that is such a good time to make a different choice. Yeah, that makes sense. You're right. It's in my face. I cannot ignore it right now. It's, it's everything I think about right now. Yeah. And that's for a reason. That's your soul knocking on the door, right? Yeah. I just... You know, it's funny because I don't know anyone else, but that doesn't mean anything. It doesn't mean it's not happening. I don't know anyone else who is struggling with some of the same parameters that I find myself struggling with. And, and like I said, it doesn't mean it's not happening. It just means that maybe they're not sharing with me, right? I mean, we don't know everything that's going on with people, but sometimes it feels like I'm a freak, that I'm not normal. <laughs> so to speak. Mm, I'm loving you. A few things in there. One, people just aren't talking about it. Most people are struggling with something. And I would say that there are many people that will listen to this conversation and they will feel that this is exactly for them. I hope and, so. Yeah. And also we create our own reality. So if you believe that you do not see other people struggling with this and you are alone, then that is what you will find. But if you believe that there's a community of people out there 
doing what you would love to do, living in other countries, traveling while running their successful businesses, making even a bigger impact because now they have access to even more people and more regions, then I'm pretty sure you're going to find a lot of people that are doing that. But it's what you look for is what you find. It's very true. It's very true. Because when I was in Vietnam, I was with a group of people, all digital nomads, and all of these people were working. Well, not all of them. A few people were um, doing their eat, pray, love moment and using it as a way to quote, quote unquote, find themselves. But the majority of us were working. Yeah, it is possible. It's reminding me of a colleague that I have and she travels and works. And she was recently in Portugal living in a house with other people doing the same thing where they had all come together. She found them through a network. I'm not even sure what it is, but where she just rented an apartment inside of a complex or something similar to that. And they all lived there together working and traveling. And then there'd be another place and she would go and stay in that place. And there's a whole network of people that where there's accommodations with good Wi-Fi and ability to like, you know, run your business. Yes. I used a, a group called Remote Year to go to Vietnam and they have the same sort of thing where they give you the infrastructure or you pay for it. Clearly they don't give anything away, but there is an ability to buy into this infrastructure uh, with other people who are working. How does it feel for you to think about doing that on a larger scale? Well, I have a partner and I have two kitty cats. And so leaving them for a super extended period of time isn't something that I am comfortable doing right now. So, you know, maybe it's, maybe it's the one month at a time type of thing. Maybe it's not all or nothing, right? Maybe it's not, yeah, maybe it just has to be defined differently than, than what I've been thinking about. Yeah, that part of you, right, that wants to know how it's going to happen and cross all the T's and dot all the I's to make it possible is going to push against your dream of how you could have it with your kitty cats, with your partner, and have it be exactly the way you want it. So a few things that are going to be helpful for you are, I don't know how much work have you done with that younger version of yourself that still really needs this defined structure and control. Oh, are you asking me that question? Yeah. Like, have you spent much time going back and being with her and unpacking the trauma from your family and your youth? Yes, I, I have. I've done a lot of internal work. When you pointed it out, it was very, it was like, oh, no kidding. Duh. You know, I don't know why I didn't think about that. But um, yeah, I mean, nothing that you said surprised me. So I have done a lot of that work. I think for me, it's, this is all very, very brand new. And I'm having to try to figure out, okay, how, how does this get settled into a new way of being in the world versus it being, you know, haphazard, a one-off, what do I need to do? to reframe it so that it's my new way of being in the world rather than now I'm traveling, now I'm at home, now I'm traveling, now I'm at home. I, I want to figure out a way to marry those two so that 
it's always me living my life, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So craft the story the way that you would like it. Right now it's traveling, traveling or home. How do you want it to be? Dream it into being. You're the creator of your life. And so if you want to spend a month and then a month and a month and a month or whatever it is that you want to do, like that your heart would really love, take some time and understand that. And whenever we get in that place of saying we have to figure it out, that's a really good indicator to pause because that means that the mind is overworking. And what it's going to do is create that story based on what it already knows, which is the past and the things that have happened to you. The way that is much more efficient is you create with the unknown, with the mystery. You forget about needing to know how, and you forget about needing how to figure it out, and you let life show you. You let spirit show you. You ask, show me my next step. I would love to go to India next month. Please, can you show me how? Because I don't know how, and I don't want to figure it out. (laughs) Because that puts you back in the box and the structure. Well, I love the idea of relinquishing control to something else because Mm -hmm. it's exhausting to have to control everything all the time. Yeah. Which that is an indicator to me, my love, that there is more for you. There's a deepening place in you from your childhood. Like you've done a lot of work and now there's a deepening point because for you to have that much need for control that it's exhausting that that's not how we're meant to live and you don't need to live that way. But there's a part of you, a sweet, tender part that thinks you do. Yeah. Yes. It was a a way to make sure not to, not to make sure, but to minimize the amount of negative outcomes because you can't eliminate them all. But yeah, the hope was to minimize the number of negative outcomes. Yeah. And I very much relate to that. What I found, what I experience is that when you actually integrate that into who you're being, right? Like you talked about how do you be the person in your life, wherever you are, it's by finding a place inside you where that younger part of you can rest and relax. And she knows that life is full of many positive outcomes. And we also teach her resiliency and we build in her a sense of power and inner authority where she knows that when the negative experiences come along, that she can handle them, that she can rise with them. And they actually are the very thing she needs to take her to the next place she wants to be. She doesn't have to hide from them anymore. I certainly like the idea of that. It's funny because um, I did this one word for 2023 and my one word is unshakable. And Mm. I actually have a bracelet that says unshakable that I took with me on my trip. It's something I look at like every day and I have to remind myself that I am resilient. I am unshakable. It's just, I'm uncomfortable right now. (laughs) And that, my love, is a beautiful place to be because that means anything and everything is possible. Right. Nothing new happens in our comfort zone. Oh, boy, is that true? (laughs) (laughs) 
So I'm celebrating that you're uncomfortable because that means something's happening. Yes, I agree. Something is happening and it's been happening now for a while. You know, it's, it's funny. It's been like a slow burn, but I've been feeling it for a while, for months, you know, and yeah. And you're, you're right. I am incredibly uncomfortable. Yeah. It's a portal. Okay. But what's the other side look like? <laughs> you get to choose. That's where you use the magic power of your choosing. Not the deciding that you're using to keep you in a box, but the deciding and choosing that you're using to create the life you want to walk into. Yes, I get to choose that. Right, and you choose it because it's what your heart wants and what makes you feel like flying, like those wings spreading out again on your back, right? And your heart being allowed to come out of the box and bringing more of you to your life and fully living it. Like that's, that's who you're being. And then it doesn't matter what happens because so long as you're being that, you're just being that everywhere all the time, regardless of the circumstances. That makes a lot of sense. So I just have to be comfortable being uncomfortable and just kind of going through this, whatever this is to get to the other side. But you're right. I think relinquishing some control and just throwing it out there of like, this is what I want my life to look like, but I really don't know how to get there. Yeah. And that is, that's a positive thing, not knowing how to get there, like being intentionally lost. When I learned how to be intentionally lost, it was so freeing rather than, oh, I'm lost. I need to decide I should know, or you, all the things we tell ourselves was like, I'm just lost. I'm just going to follow the next step and see where I go. It's traveling, right? Like traveling is essentially being lost out there in the world and we're just letting it unfold, right? Bringing that into your regular, your, your day-to-day life. Right. Feeling comfortable being lost in your day-to-day life, mm-hmm. which is something that, you know, in all honesty, isn't something I've ever considered because... I have so much control over my day-to-day life. So the invitation is to just drop it, let it go. Thank you. You've served me so beautifully and you've got me to this place. And now I choose something different. And you said before about being in this place and like getting through to the other side or some similar wording to that. And I would encourage you to luxuriate It's not right now. It's not about getting through or figuring out or getting to the other side. It's luxuriating in this moment that you have created where your whole life wants to change, right? It does. Don't rush through it. This is big. Include everything because that's how the journey will unfold in the way that is most supportive and the most fulfilling for you. Telling myself to slow down is one of the most crazy notions. (laughs) It's very incongruous to how I perceive myself, my brain, my life, my way of being. Luxuriate is not something that I do, especially not in murky, uncharted waters. Do you think it's something that you might want to do though? It sounds interesting. Like I'm, I'm enticed by the concept. 
but <laughs> I love to put myself in situations where I don't know what the heck I'm doing. So yeah, I'm intrigued by the idea of not rushing through to figure out what the answer is, but just to kind of be okay in the mud. I'm intrigued by that idea. It's life-changing if you let it. I'm willing to try. I mean, I'm willing to do it. Not, not try. I'm willing to actually just do it. Yeah. I celebrate you for that. Is there anything else today, my love? I thought that was a pretty big one. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Just want to make sure you're good. It feels really exciting. And just the word is expanded. Can I ask you a question? Yeah. When you do this work, how does it make you feel at the end? Are you exhausted or are you invigorated? I mean, does this take out of you or does this feed you or both? Or I've always been curious. Yeah, it feeds my soul. This okay. podcast is the most favorite thing that I do. I love being in these spaces when I'm deeply connected to spirit like this and to you. And that information is just coming through and we're having these moments where we just see things differently. And I really prioritize self-care and me. It's the first thing I put on my calendar. Everything else comes after I take care of me. Smart. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's the way that I can sustain it or you know, be inside this space because yeah. I'm, I'm not depleted. I don't ever come to these spaces depleted or to my work depleted. No, I just think it's fascinating that you have, you're able to see and hear things that an average human can't see or hear. It's interesting because I didn't used to be able to do this or be this way, right? Because it's a state of being. It's not something I do. It's who I am. Right. I learned. I got really curious and I learned. And so all the skills that I have, all the gifts that I embody, I developed through my journey. And that's why I'm so passionate about teaching it. Yeah. It's pretty cool. I have to, I have to admit it was uh, very interesting to hear your perspective and see my situation through your eyes. No, thank you. I thoroughly enjoyed it. I feel like we're kindred spirits in the travel world. And, and I just like loved feeling your energy having just come back from a trip. Yeah. There's still part of me that's still there. And I don't know how long that's going to stay there, you know, but it's good. Yeah, well, here's a, you know, invitation or possible way to play with that is maybe don't make those parts of you different. Like allow it to be you that is here and you that is there because that is going to shift your energy, right? If you're not compartmentalizing and saying like, oh, well, if I'm here, I can't be there. And if I'm there, I can't be here. It'll help in that realm because Time and space don't really exist when we're outside of our physical body. So you can be there and here and not have to choose if you allow that to be your state of being, if you allow that to be your frequency. 
you can still hold it inside you as if you are. And that is going to create the possibility of being there much more quickly than if you say, oh, it's separate. Right. That makes a lot of sense. Does this feel like an okay place to land today? I think it's a perfect place to land today, Sarah. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you for being here today and making your personal and spiritual growth a priority in your life. To learn more about connecting with your dreams and your intuition so that you can create a life full of possibilities, visit me at www.sarahnoble.com and see how we can create magic together. A big thank you from my heart to yours for making the planet a better place for us all.